0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Mindset Moments with me, MC. In this week's episode, I want to get stuck into the fascinating topic of forgiveness. If I'm honest, it isn't something that I've really thought about in great depth in the past, but in the last few months in particular, it's been something I'm exploring as part of my own personal development and also in my work as a coach. Now what I'm learning is if I'm being totally honest, is blowing my mind. And it's also been really interesting to see how it's shaping my current relationships in a real and positive way. And I thought, you know, why not share it here and perhaps it will resonate with some of you. Now, before we go any further, I just want to acknowledge that the ease at which we engage with forgiveness often depends on the severity of the hurt you've experienced. So those more hurtful acts will often require more support in releasing them, especially if there was a real breach of trust or safety. And the information and tools I'm going to share today may help you shift into forgiveness if you're working through something of that magnitude. But for the purpose of this podcast, we'll be looking at these smaller daily occurrences that often build up into resentment and anger and looking at how we can release them and, you know, go into a state of forgiveness. Because these little incidents can build up over time and actually cause a lot greater issues in our relationships. When we're in this space, our mindset is fixated on what the person has done wrong and we're unable to move into forgiveness and move forward. One of the biggest realisations I have discovered is that people are not their behaviours. They are simply reacting to a moment in time using their own subconscious habits and beliefs. So for me to forgive, I don't need to understand them, nor do I need to be understood by them. It's all about letting go of my version of the truth so I can experience peace. Now, again, I'm not saying you shouldn't feel hurt or anger because of someone's words or actions, but it's all about how can we feel the feeling but not become the emotion where it actually takes over our mind and we begin to fixate on it. When we're in fixation mode, we've actually given our power away as we're placing the responsibility for our feelings on someone else. And the fact is, when we hold on to old anger and hate, it has the power to make us bitter and resentful. It's almost like you're holding on to a hot red coal in your hand and expecting the other person to get burnt. We become stuck in the past, rehashing old conversations and events in our mind. And like, how often have you thought of a great comeback days or weeks later when you're agonising through that same conversation? And the biggest impact of this on us is that it becomes next to impossible to be present and to build up feelings of joy or happiness if all we can think about is that comment from two weeks ago. It is important at this point to share that there is a big difference between forgiving and accepting. Just because you forgive someone um, or you're you're wanting to forgive someone, it doesn't mean you agree with their behaviour. It's all about releasing yourself from that pain and that cycle of fixation. And depending on what the person has done or how many times you've experienced this behaviour from this particular person, you may realise as you begin the forgiveness process that you need to put some boundaries in place moving forward or perhaps even let go of that relationship altogether. And this is where self-responsibility comes into play. We actually have a lot more choice and power over what we let into our lives than we care to believe. So you can choose to practice thoughts that make you feel good. You can choose to forgive and release this person. And most importantly, you can choose the story that plays in your mind. It's in this space of surrendering that we actually get to experience emotional freedom. Now, let's be real. At first, this might feel like a really icky, difficult task because forgiving someone can feel uncomfortable when we are often so confident in the other person's wrongness. And we can feel that person doesn't deserve forgiveness and that if we do grant it that we are somehow weaker or maybe we've lost And the interesting thing is when you unpack, you know, the interactions that are happening in these moments of conflict, you kind of come to this realisation where if I don't want to be judged for something I said when I was in a moment when I wasn't at my best, so, you know, I'm not bringing my best self and I've reacted, why would I then want to judge someone else based on their low moment when they're not being their best self? The other thing to recognise is when we're faking forgiveness. So most of us will say we've forgiven someone, but we may still harbour a grudge or some resentment and every now and again it pops up. And when these feelings appear, it simply means that there is still some more forgiving that needs to be done. And these resentful thoughts, if we don't release them, can keep us locked in this kind of state of anger and revenge and it's just bubbling underneath, almost like a toxic energy. So the big question really is how do we actually go about forgiving someone? Now, like I said at the very beginning, how we go about it really depends on the action that's happened between you and this person. So for most everyday grievances, we may not even need to talk this out with the person and we can simply go through a, a reflection process that will allow us to release the negative emotion. And I'm going to talk you through that in a moment For other situations, it might be very beneficial to chat with the person once you have kind of unpacked the forgiveness or gone through the process that I'm going to talk about. And then there might be other relationships or dynamics where you'll need to go through this process regularly. And usually this shows up with family members like parents or siblings. So to kick off the process, I'd recommend that you write a list of people you wish to forgive are people that you feel you need to kind of lean into forgiveness more and these can be people from any stage in your life and if you're finding it a little bit tricky to tap into just think of any grudges you may have held on to or anyone that you still feel resentment towards. Now, once you have that list completed, I want you to look down through it and just pick one person for the purpose of these exercises that we're going to talk about and just even circle their name. I'm going to kick off by sharing a couple of reflection questions for you to think about. So bringing that person into the front of mind and the situation that's unfolded, whatever the reason is that, you know, that you're feeling this kind of um, resentment or this grudge, or, you know, there's a need for some forgiveness. My question to you is, what are you gaining from being right? So what are you gaining from being right? And is this moment of self-righteousness worth compromising your peace? So your peace of mind and calmness, is it worth it just for the sake of being right? The next set of questions, what would happen if you just let it go? Like if you could just forgive and just let it go, what would happen? And how would this impact your daily life right now? And then the final thing to consider is, How would I want someone to treat me if I had behaved this way? So when you're thinking of that person and whatever they've done, if you had committed this action or said these words, how would you like someone to treat you, you know, knowing what you know from your perspective? And these can be really powerful questions to journal on and even just to sit and reflect on. And I'd like to now share two more exercises that I have learned from different coaches over the years that might help you release the resentment even more. So the first exercise is really good for releasing those inner stories or if you continue to fixate on a past conversation or interaction with a particular person. And it really helps to clear the mind and release it. And it's as simple as writing a letter to this person. Now, the intention of this letter writing is not to send it to them but it gives you the opportunity to write down everything you ever wanted to say to this person, the good, the bad, the ugly. And we actually very rarely let this um, narrative out of our mind because we'd much rather just keep it going round and round in our head. Whereas when we commit it to paper, it's really interesting to notice what you write down and also what emotions come up. And, you know, welcome those emotions, allow the cry to happen if needed. And you want to wrap this letter up with a note of forgiveness. So perhaps you're letting this relationship go or perhaps you're making a commitment to the future of this relationship and how you would like it to be. I would then recommend that you burn this letter or tear it up as an act of releasing and moving forward. And it's, it sounds quite simple, but it can be very symbolic and really gives people a sense of ownership and autonomy over this experience they've had with somebody. Now if this exercise seems too much or you might even be feeling a little bit of resistance to writing a letter, this next one is a shorter version and you can do this instantaneously and it's a really good way to clear those smaller frustrations when they pop up in our daily life. And it also reminds us that often What we like or dislike in someone else is a reflection back of our own self-image and what we notice about ourselves. So this one I like to do when I'm in the moment. So something has happened and you feel those thoughts of annoyance cropping up, so maybe an uh, incident has just happened, or maybe your mind is starting to go back to that old story of something they said to you two weeks ago, you can use a sentence like this, and I'm going to read it out for you now, you can write it down, you can repeat it numerous times until you kind of feel the frustration easing from your body. So the sentence goes like this, I forgive, the name of the person, for being whatever it is, the quality or, you know, that you, that has annoyed you. I know I can sometimes be da-da-da and you repeat that quality and the second part is I release it and let it go and I appreciate and acknowledge you for being da, da 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 and you think of something positive about that person. So I'll give you an example. We'll say if I was doing this to myself, I would say I forgive Mary Claire for being abrupt. I know I can sometimes be abrupt too. I release it and let it go and I appreciate and acknowledge you for also being a kind person so that little sentence can be really really powerful in the moment so when you feel that story popping in you're just like no nah, i'm not going there and i just straight away go i forgive whoever the person is for whatever it is i know i sometimes can be like that too i release it i let it go and then i wrap it up by just acknowledging them for something good about them and it's amazing when i do that a few times and say it out loud It really helps me to come back into my conscious mind and let go some of those stories. So to wrap up, for me personally, engaging in a forgiveness process, something like we've talked about today, means that I feel lighter and less frustrated, especially when I do it regularly. It's also allowed me to lean into a more compassionate mindset and let go of stressing about small things because life has taught me there are bigger and more important things to put my energy into. And no matter how much I fixate on a situation, I can't control the other person. I can only work on myself and I choose to put my energy into feeling better. And this happens when I practice forgiveness to others and also forgiveness to myself. So I'd encourage you to give this a go, stick with it a few times and see how it feels for you. Even those in the moment ones can be a great place to start. And this is where I leave you. Until next time, take care.